Abstract Athlete Podcast, a collision of art, sports, and science. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. As always, we want to give a big shout out to our amazing listeners and sponsors for your continued support. Remember, if you have any questions or comments, please send it to info at theabstractathlete.com. Want to make sure everyone checks out the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandrich Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and follow us on all of our social media platforms for updates and news. Just totally excited about the podcast today as I chat with author, speaker, consultant, abuse survivor, and former Kansas State and NFL linebacker Reggie Walker. Make sure to follow Reggie on Instagram at rwalk56 and also make sure to pick up his new best-selling book, The Game Within the Game, Master Yourself, Win the Game. It is available on Amazon and other outlets. Let's welcome Reggie Walker. Hey. Run. Hey. (laughs) My apologies. I don't even know how I did that. I think it was the T's. Wow. Well, I think I actually put a bunch of different days on there, so it's all good, man. (laughs) It's I by the way I record right off the bat so we're we're flying with thank you so much for doing this man I you know oh, no thanks for having me dude I think uh you know like I know we met on Clubhouse and I think we've been in a couple spaces together and I when we were chatting the other day it's like you know I I just felt like we always had this kind of connection in in what we were kind of talking about and and different things so I I just really totally appreciate you doing this and just kind of excited about thinking about things we can collaborate on in the future and all that stuff. And, um, and, oh, and, most definitely. And, and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, like for me, there's like so many different things to talk about. Um, obviously want to talk about your football, you know, background. I think you said the other day you were a Navy brat, right? Or not a Navy, uh, but a, a, army. A, a, yeah, a, army a military. <laughs> I don't know why I Same said Navy. Uh, but like, so, you know, I want to get into a little bit of that as well, because we, you know, we work with, with athletes and with veterans and really anybody, but um, I think like, it's interesting in terms of your upbringing and like, you know, like moving around and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also want to talk about like a lot about you, you just authored a book. It's a best selling book. Um, and it's also become curriculum for universities. Um, so for me, like you're like this huge inspirational figure, um, and kind of want to like get into all that. And, you know, just because I, I, you know, I think you, you talk so much about mental health, um, about abuses, about different things that you've personally gone through and, you know, like, and people around you have gone through and how you poetically speak about it. Like you've done Ted talks, you're a speaker, like you're, you're a very inspirational figure as far as I'm concerned. So, um, um, you know, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) you By the way, is there another guy that went to Kansas state Reggie Walker that also played with the Cardinals. That's yeah. crazy. And he even has the same number. And I saw that and I was like, man, oh my gosh. I can see how people get that one confused. Yeah, no, it was, I, I mean, I knew like it, your, the time period. And I was like looking at it and I was like, 2020. What? Wait a minute. So it was just yeah. kind of funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But um, no, thank you so much. That's like really humbling <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> But, you know, I just I just try to do a lot to help people, especially I really understand that if you're living with a lot of stuff that I was living through and then trying to do a lot of the things that I was trying to do with being an athlete and, you know, overcoming the mental health struggles that you you really want just someone to like like any kind of help, like because I did it all by myself and there was no like system. There was no. I just had to figure it out on my own, a lot of it. And I, um, 
you know, with my dad being in logistics in the military, he kind of, he really did teach me how, like how to look at a system, how to look how a system operates. And then how do I fit into the system? And then, you know, maximizing myself, maximizing my value. He taught me a lot of these skills beforehand. So when I approached this situation, that's how I approached it. It was very systematic. Like I understood, you know, some basic truths, like going into it, man, I, I have my good qualities and I have my bad qualities. Like I was very open about that to myself. It's, and I always try to be more open about it. Like each and every day, like each and every second, I want to like see myself for what I am and whatever that is. And that, I feel like that's really saved my ass a lot of times yeah. because you don't, you, you're like, I'm going to go this way based on what I am and what skills I have instead of trying to be something that I'm not. You know, that was a big reason why I left the NFL when I did. I, it sounds like you're somebody I, that like, it's like me, that you look in the mirror every day and you hold yourself accountable. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, do you think you brought up your father, like in, in terms of like systematic ways of dealing with stuff did did that like help you in terms of like you know like really kind of working things out but also did i mean i always think that sports is such a good life lesson or or teachings because of how we deal with stuff in a such a structured way um like mm-hmm. uh, ritual or you know the idea of practice and stuff. did that help you like in regards to a lot of a lot of you know, like how you grew up as well it did. Um, it did. Um, it helped me in a way because the system, you know, the system and everything, the routine of everything, you get used to doing everything. You know, if I put so much time and effort into, you know, pass rushing on a skill, you know, eventually it's going to get to the point I don't think about it. And now my pass rush is just elite because right. I'm just but you can work on things in your life the same exact way. And that's, I've always taken the same approach to that, especially with building um, my own mental faculties, because I've understood for a while that things start in the mind first and then, and then the body follows. So when it comes down to how I act, I'm real, there's a lot going on <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> There's a whole lot going on. There's a lot that I'm really taking into a situation that most people just really don't think to really think about, you know, how am I going to like my posture, how my tone, my, um, how I'm going to use my hands, how like trying to fall on common ground, like trying to peek the little gestures of the other person. Like, because when, because also too, from the abuse, I'm, I was really hyper vigilant for a long time. So, you know, I was hyper vigilant for a survival reasons, but then it's something that I really kind of took over and made it a skill. Like just like, instead of, yeah, it's, it really actually has benefited me to be a little bit this way. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. I you so you the your last year year was 2015, is that correct? With the yep. with the Broncos. Did you like know like you just said you like got out of the NFL? Did you know this was the path you were going down? Like when you were like you know, like one of the things I you know, when I talk to like some of the athletes and I you know can remember when I my career ended is there is that void there's that you know who we're defined as but for me it feels like you really had solid grounds about where you were going and what you were going to do is that would that be saying it correctly like or did it take a little time to like navigate the space it took so when i retired i was 27 Mm-hmm. And I was just diving into myself, really, as far as why do I do the things that I do, you know? And but that's so do- awesome. I, I, I love yeah. it. I mean, really, truly. Yeah, but 
I've always done, I've always thought about that, but I really like looked at myself in the mirror and was just like, why am I doing this job that I hate? Why am I, I complain about it. I've hated it for a while. You know, once I've realized what it was and, you know, I didn't want to do it anymore, but I just, I'm still showing up. I'm still doing these sprints. I'm still playing hurt. I'm still doing this. Why am I doing this? And I just sat for one time and it was crazy because (laughs) I was meditating and uh, it, I was meditating at the team, uh, the team facility. And it, I was like, wow. (laughs) I was just looking around like, wow. It was just like, I just got woken up for a second. It it was crazy because I meditated. I really started thinking about why I'm here in the first place, realized I don't want any parts of this. I haven't wanted any parts of this. And I've realized that I was really just afraid of trying something different. I was so afraid of trying something different and really extending myself to the points of where I knew I needed to get extended that I was stunning my own growth. So I went home to eight, went went to sleep, woke up and didn't want to play football anymore. It was like, it was like all done. I still went and played for the went to the Broncos afterwards, but it was more of a thing like, do I really want to? <laughs> right. Because I was just so, you know, I didn't know. I had to make sure. But oh yeah, as soon as I showed up, I was like, Yeah, I'm sure. Like that was a scary camp. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play football half stepping, man. Like, no. but no, but when I did retire, no, it, I wouldn't say no. I I I knew what I wanted as far as I knew I wanted to get help and heal myself from a lot of trauma. Um, And then initially what I wanted to do was what I'm doing now, but I had to go and do this whole full circle, this whole five, six, no, it was like four or five year healing circle (laughs) to get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was messed up when I came out. Oh, I was messed up. I, do you think, I mean, it's, it's interesting to me within, maybe it's the last 10 years, maybe it's a little less than that, that players and really culture in general has been acknowledging like the mental health aspects. And I think probably with COVID going on, you know, there's a lot of talk about it. Would that have benefited you? Like if there was more of a, an acceptance slash discussion of it going on? I mean, I know that's a hindsight question. Maybe that's like a difficult question to ask or answer, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I know exactly what you're saying, because I think, you know, we're men, we're supposed to be tough. We're not supposed to have problems and we're supposed to deal with everything internally. But now like there seems to be at least acknowledgements of not everything's straight lines, you know, like life is difficult, you know, and I, you know, like I really appreciate like Brandon Marshall's and, you know, Kevin loves and stuff, you know, athletes that are actually coming out and talking about things that are difficult to talk about. I mean, do you think that there would have been any different? Again, maybe it's a hard question, but. I think it would have been good if there were, there were certain things set up, but around that period of time, it, it's just not what it is now. Like people are talking about mental health and it's, it's become bigger and bigger over the last couple years. Yep. But I felt I was right. Like I kind of missed that boat yep. <laughs> because at that time it just wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't a thing really, you know, like it is now it was, it was a whole different environment. So I can't really, compare those two i i wish it was more there were more resources available um as far as just people that could relate that i could talk to about these things that and then but again during that period of time i wasn't completely comfortable with telling anyone outside of you know my immediate circle or some people on the team or yeah that was it Like it, this is a, it takes a process to talk about a lot of the trauma you go through to get it out. And I was wasn't at that point either. Right. Yeah. And it's like when you're younger too, you're still fighting and scratching and clawing to be whatever. And then like, yeah, like you can't, I, 
I know it's, I don't know. It's crazy. It's it, for me, it is like, it's, it's kind of rewarding to watch people be able to get into that mental health space. And it probably is for you because this is your life now. Like you are truly going out and helping people, um, like through speaking engagements and maybe like, maybe this is a good transition. Like what, what got you into writing the book? Like what was, what was kind of the, the, the starting point for that? Were you doing the, the speaking engagements, the Ted talks and stuff like that beforehand, or did they come kind of in unison? Okay. No, it was, I was really just sitting at the house and I knew that I needed to do something with my life. (laughs) I couldn't just sit here and play video games and just hang out all day. I need to do something with my life. And the only thing that I could, that I ever really wanted to do was help people not make as many mistakes as I did, or that I saw um, many other people make when trying to do the same thing that I was doing, like trying to either be an athlete or just succeed in life, really get to their end goals in life. Because I realized whether it was football or people like people trying to come out of the hood um, where I'm from, you know, (laughs) but, uh, there was like two, two of us came out, um, for football. I think a couple people graduated, like a handful of people went to college, but as far as no better way of putting this, you know, how, you know, how you're a kid and they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, I want to be a astronaut. I want to be a dinosaur. I want to be, you know, a rectangle, you know, (laughs) you're like, like I got to like actually be a rectangle. You know, I actually got to do that. I got to do that thing that you, when you're a kid, that, that people lose that over time. And I figured it out and I wanted to teach people how to figure that out with all life's trials and tribulations. And I decided to make this manual specifically for athletes at first because I wanted to just dip my hand in and I felt like I just got out of that environment. I know it the best. I want to write about that environment and kids who are going to try and go be an athlete, help them succeed through it Um, because, you know, it's – I felt like I got – blindsided in a way coming from high school to college and especially from college to the NFL because about how the environment is and what it takes to survive you you're not going to know like my parents couldn't help me like people can't help you (laughs) besides the people who are there and unless your parents or someone you know has done this type of thing that you're trying to do they can't help you. And even their advice isn't really good advice. Nine times out of 10, it might mean well, but they don't know what this is. So what they're telling you could be coming from a great place, but it could completely derail everything you're trying to do. So you're completely on your own. And if you don't come into that really with a really good understanding of yourself and why you're there in the first place, you know how to plan, you have a structure for success, you know what you want, you're not going to maximize on this opportunity. So I wanted to make that book for that reason. And then I wrote a course on that, (laughs) on the same thing. And then it, 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 you know, it's, it was a process too, because it sucks. Like writing is, that was, (laughs) I'm not into that either, but I have to do it all the time too. No, I like, for me, it feels like, I, I mean, do you actually teach the course? Because again, you have like a great energy. Like I could, I would love to take a class with you. Like, I think, yeah. is that something you're interested in? I mean, yeah, you know, I you're think doing, it'd be dope. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah, doing, I think it'd be dope. I've done it. Yeah. I, I did do it a bunch of times. It was just the thing that I wanted to do to just reach the most people was just make it online. So people could do it online. And right. Is I just wanted to reach and then, you know, I'm only one guy and I can't be everywhere at once. <laughs> Uh, but this is a way I could be kind of like everywhere at once. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I'd love, I love, yeah, I love to teach. Yep. I do like to. No, I know. We're, I'm definitely, I we're, we're going to work out having you in, you know, do a zoom with my class. Um, because again, I think you just said something, you know, that experience of most, 
nobody knows what a student athletes and or professional athletes go through unless you've done that. Like, I think that's one of the reasons why my students, student athletes gravitate towards me is like, I was a student athlete. I know like how insane it is. Like, it's just insane. Like the, the, the time structures and, um, and you know, like you wake up in the morning, you exercise, then you go to class, then you have study table, then you eat, then you go back to class, then you have another study table and then you go to bed and then it starts all over again. And it's just like, there's no time to do anything. And yeah, and you're expected to win, you know, I mean, and it's that, that, that stress of that, like, you know, it's just crazy. Everyone knows you and you, everybody knows you, you go in class, everyone's looking at you all the time, you know, uh, any, if you guys lose, it feels like the whole campus is looking at you. Yeah. Like you, you you probably had like, you had that stress because you were like a top linebacker in in uh california right how did you end up at kansas state by the way like oh i, I went to you got school. recruited like a bunch i did yeah i did i did i went to the school that was the farthest away from home that recruited me now i that's I what eight. i was literally wondering if that was li- i was 17 and i my parents get the hell out of here heads, yeah. and i was like great say like i'm getting as far away from here as possible went there and then i'm a man of my word so i went there and i immediately like the first month i was just like oh what did i do (laughs) damn like you know but i'm not gonna quit anything so i'm really stubborn at that so i duped it out Um, and it was crazy because my parents and i did not we were kind of beefing and then when I got out there, I think after the first month, I was just like, mom, dad, <laughs> help me. Was that, who was the coach? Was that Charlie Weiss? Was that, who was the coach then? Oh, uh, Bill Snyder. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Charlie was at Kansas. Duh. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Bill, he was, Bill, yeah like that had to be kind of cool because he's kind of a legend in that. Oh yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Now. Yeah. He was tough too though. Yeah. That old school. He, uh, he's oh, definitely. Very old. <laughs> I used. To, I always say this to people. I used to where I grew up. I used to trick or treat because he grew up or he lived in my hometown from Woody Hayes, if you remember that name, and mm-hmm. you know talk about old school tough, you know coaches. He was the nicest guy off the field, but um, just yeah. that that just the hilarity of like, hey, Mister Hayes, can I have a candy bar? You know. <laughs> Oh yeah. Every time. And it, it was the thing. Every time I felt like I talked to Bill, it was just like, he just has a presence yep. and he, and he's just, you're just talking to him. He's just like, son, you're going <laughs> to go over here. Cause he always does this with his hands, son, you're going to do this. And every time I was just like, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so did you, did you move around? I mean, I know like you were born in Fairbanks, Alaska. Yes. Correct. And you grew up in Sacramento, but because the of the military, did you move around a lot before you like got grounded in? And I mean, do you yeah. think was that was that difficult like for you like in terms of I don't want to say for your mental health, but like stabilizing you as a kid? Was that do you think that was tough? Yeah, it was tough. It, but how I look at it is everything has its positives and negatives everything can't get around it uh and the you know the bad part about it was you know you would make friends and then you leave friends and then you get situated and get used to certain things and then you're moving and those things are gone but the thing that i loved about it was i got to see a lot Mm -hmm. i got to see a lot and i got to see a lot um from a socioeconomic like standpoint, because we had money, there were places where we didn't have money, had to get food from the church. There's places where it was like I was in a small town and there was two other black families and there's one Asian family and everyone else was white in a like rural town. And then I go to Sacramento, which I think at the time was the most culturally diverse city in America at the time. And then I'm in the hood. So I come from like a small town in uh, a small town in Missouri to like the hood. Right. And right. um, fr- and then before I moved from Missouri, I was in North Carolina. 
So I was like south. So then with all my cousins and family, it was everybody there and everybody in town is your cousin, like super small. Um, so I moved from there to there to there to Sacramento where it was like the hood. And, you know, I experienced so much that I feel most kids, most people do, haven't seen. Like I can sit here and tell you for a fact, a lot of people in the rural areas are exactly like people in the hood. Yep. They just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> same things they like, same th how they are. It is crazy. Or um, it's 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 so crazy how similar of a mindset too. Um, but um, that you you get to see these things, and you really get to see people on a whole new level. So when I actually you know, went out into the world, I felt like that's something that's made me really good with people is you just sit, you've seen so many, you know, after a while, you're just like, Oh, okay. I know how. Yeah. No, um, I, I, yeah. I was going to say that like that, you just kind of took the words out of my mouth. I, I think that probably makes you really good at what you're doing right now because you have interacted with so many different types of people. It probably makes you in terms of your, your Ted talks in terms of your, your consulting and, and your, you know, I think you use the word connector in, in something I read, you know, how you connect people and bring people together. Like I'm, that has to be. And that's why I asked about the teacher ideas. Like you, I, just the way that you talk and you interact, like I, you, you can feel the energy in you. Yeah. <laughs> which is needed, man. Like, I just think like there's so many teachers that, that just like go through the motions and stuff. And I just think like somebody like you would be so powerful in a classroom environment or, you know, whatever, um, in terms of like, you know, like the work that you're doing, uh, man one day yeah one day <laughs> you'll see me in there that, <laughs> I, 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 like i said i'm excited to have you in the in the you know oh yeah on the zoom <laughs> oh, um, <very> soon. <laughs> are you are you thinking about like uh like writing more books like more more manuals more more things to kind of expand on like kind of what you've started yeah i'm gonna write yeah i'm gonna write a lot um and i'm I'm really glad I went through the really horrible process of doing it once right. to know like what to do. Yeah. Exactly. And what not to do. <laughs> and I did all of those things. And that's the reason why the book and the whole program took, it took me three years to write the whole thing because I didn't do an outline. I just, you know, I was going to write yep. <laughs> and figure it out. And I, that's what I did. And it, 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 now I feel like if I if I was to write a book now, it would be a lot faster of a process. I know exactly the steps I need to do. I know exactly I need to go to my quiet place. I need to do this. Yep. So, yeah, I'm going to write more books. And then I want to create more courses and more programs. And, you know, I like doing it. I, yep. I think I, I think it's a really good way to get a, some really good information to a, to a lot of people relatively quick. Yep. No, I, and I, you know, just even thinking about, you know, your, your life experience and your experience of being a professional football player is like, is it something that you've even reached out to the NFL, like bringing this to the, like the rookie symposium? Like, is, you know what I mean? Because I think that this would be hugely beneficial to, you know, like players that are willing to like, listen, and which is not always oh, yeah. easy, you know, um, Oh yeah, I'm gonna reach out to them, and um, yeah, I, yeah, because with everything just launching, you know, we're I feel like I'm starting the whole process of reaching out to people right now. But yeah, I'm gonna get a hold of them and see what goes from there. Yep. But um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I know I'm gonna have a conversation. Yeah. No, I it, I just can see this. I mean, it, it a, a, an important tool for for you know players coming in like to, really truly to any league it doesn't have to just be the nfl so I, yeah real quick break i want to make sure that everybody follows reggie on instagram at rwalk56 and go make sure to pick up his new best-selling book 
the game within the game, master yourself, win the game. It is available on Amazon and other outlets. Also, remember to check out the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, The Abstract Doctors with Dr. G and Dr. C, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandrich Podcast. Now, back to Reggie. So I'm like thinking of your like football career. Your, like your first year with the Cardinals was 2009. Was that the Super Bowl year? Did you like your first year was like yeah. boom, right yeah. right into the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, right after the no, it was definitely the year right after that. So I, so um, yeah, they had lost the game and I got there right afterwards. Oh, okay, you were the year after. Oh, okay, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like that would have been a hell of a rookie year to jump right in. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Dismiss that book. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, um, I always like, do you, did you grow up playing other sports or was football like your, like your thing? And, and then I always, you know, like what we do at the abstract athletes, like we bridge like this athleticism, like the physical practice with the mental practice, like creativity, like you're obviously an author. So that's absolutely a creative, uh, impact but do you like have you ever done any like music do you ever do any any like like painting or drawing or anything like that is there anything that ever like in your past as far as um yeah so i did play other sports um yeah i'll start with that i did i did play other sports i played baseball i played rugby i sucked at basketball (laughs) um god i was awful um (laughs) And then that was the only one I was just terrible at. Um, but I was actually, my favorite sport was rugby. Really? But yeah, it was rugby because you you tackle and you get the ball. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> just for that reason. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> but, uh, and it was it was you should have brought your rugby tapes to kit to uh to show them your running skills see <laughs> oh if they see him i was nice i was really nice i was nice Step uh, arm. Yeah. yeah oh yeah i was nice <laughs> but um but i i i football i felt had more you know it's more popular here in the states and i wanted to stay out here and you know i it's i just had to do that so i just did that um but as far as artistically goes, mm, yeah. So I, I am a big break dancer. Nice. Yeah, that's I was, awesome. Like, um, I, I haven't did it, and I'm not just talking about like you know you see people doing like oh I used to break dance a little bit like no I was no I was dead. Dead ass serious. <laughs> I was serious. I was very serious. I took it very serious. Um, all the way up until my senior year of high school. And then at that point, because you know you play in college, you're like, you ain't got any time. <laughs> no way. But uh no, all the way up until senior year of high school, because I would go to lunch and say what's up to everyone, and they'd be like, Oh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. And up by the library all these people used to like break dance and like battle each other. Right. So I used to go up there and just like, <laughs> you know, you know, that's awesome. I, was, like, I love I was, that. Like, one of the guys on the football team, like and everybody knew me, you know, I was like prom King and all that other stuff that means a lot yeah. these days. <laughs> uh, I was all of that. And then I would be up there just like break dancing. Like, <laughs> nobody knew I did this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would practice it on my own. Like I loved it. That had to, that actually had to help you on the football field though, because that agility, like with break dancing, like I, you know, I always remember growing up, you know, and I think it was Lynn Swan used to take ballet lessons. And back oh. then it's just like, what, you know, like people would give that face and, you know, uh, do you remember Rosie Greer? No football fo- old school football guy in the seventies. And he like knitted and I always remember like these guys, you know, I, rough, I rough and yeah. tumble, you know, I mean like he's like back in the, you know, the, the, those rough days and, and it's like, he's doing something that is traditionally supposed to be a woman's thing. And, you know, and I loved the fact that they're using different parts of their bodies and minds and, and seeing how it actually impacts on the, you know, the field. And like for you, like, God, that had to be like, 
benefit you on the field. It, it had to hugely. I mean, it, it really did because I was, I was really flexible. Right. I'm still pretty flexible, but definitely not as flexible as in. But I bet you if I stretch for a month, you'll see. <laughs> but um, the yeah, I was super flexible. Like I could do the splits. Like you know, um, and I was really strong. But it, with uh, like I was really balanced because with it, but the skill that really helped me the most was I knew how to, I knew how to fall. It taught me how to fall. Like if you're doing one of these moves on your hands, like yep. you got to learn how to fall or you're going to break something. And then in football, you really need to learn like how to fall, how to fall too, how to protect yourself because like, like going limp, for instance, people would be like, like if there's people all around, I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. Well, I'll tell you that. that I, no, because if you stiffen up, that's yeah. when you, that's when you blow something out. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm just like this on the pile, just yeah. limp, limp node, limp noodle. <laughs> um, so it was, yeah, but that was the, it really did teach me that skill. So it was fun. No, I, I've said this on the, on the podcast before with other, football player guys because i mean play, i played football in, in high school you know whatever and mm-hmm. and i was a quarterback and i hated getting hit but i didn't mind hitting people like so it was just the getting hit because when you're hitting Same. somebody you know you can do it like it, it's right there but like when you get hit like you're just saying you just like totally said why i hated getting because i would go i'd get all tense and oh. like and and it would just a it would hurt more and, and like and you'd hit the ground and it's like oh yeah that's the thing i never i it that which is so crazy when it comes to hitting people oh i'm a violent guy <laughs> i was like i am that guy i'm super like i wanted to break face masks and all that when it came to getting hit though yep. no way bro <laughs> i was like no way like no no yep. no parts of that no i didn't i didn't want to catch the ball i didn't want it <laughs> none of that i was the exact opposite person yep so yeah which is i i don't know how people do run, like play running back or i don't know how anyone plays offense I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I was fine. I, I, I still, to this day, I'm 52 years old. I remember for some reason, like, again, and probably cause I was a, a, an athlete, they put me on the kickoff team and I can literally still visualize the track and I blew up the guy. Like I just blew him up and it was like, Oh yeah. And, but then you think you put me, put me behind center and I get sacked and it's like, this is the worst game ever. And it's it's so weird. It's just so weird. Uh, So it's just funny, but so yeah, selective toughness. uh, (laughs) That's a good t-shirt. Selective toughness. One of the things I always like to ask is, you know, inspirational figures, um, like for you, like maybe, maybe not necessarily growing up, but maybe growing up, but also just like, for me, like I can imagine like there being a really diverse set of people for you, um, that are, you know, like they don't have to be mentors necessarily, but like inspiring people that, um, from your, from your past. Well, I was always inspired by my, my mom and dad, first of all, because, you know, even though I didn't, we didn't like each other. I mean, well, no, I wouldn't say like that. We butted heads at times. I was always very grateful that they were doing so much just for our family to survive. Like they all both worked two, three jobs. It was four kids, you know, and they worked their ass off for us. So a lot of things, you know, I can look all day at some things that they didn't did, but I'm super grateful for the stuff that they did give me. Like they were at every game. I don't know how they were at every game. Right. You know, they did so much to help me do what was necessary to even get to college in the first place. So it's just on top of a lot of other things. So they inspired me. But as far as individuals, um, I've always been more inspired by qualities in people mm-hmm. than the people themselves. Because to me, I feel as if everyone's like same level. Everyone's the same. It's just like, we're kind of, 
you know, some people say like different manifestations of the same thing or whatever. I feel it's like everybody has a positive and a negative side to them. Everyone. And when you, when you're getting this person, you're getting both. So I could always look at positive qualities and then see the negative and not really want to be like that person. I always just wanted to be like myself for that reason, like the best me I could possibly be. And I've realized that from a young age that you can just keep like growing. Like it was like something I like stumbled into. Like you can like, you don't have to be the same person you were yesterday. You can keep building on this person and then everything is like a is like lifting weights too if you work on it and work on it and work on it it grows and grows and grows and then once you understand the process i'm gonna I'm start something like say i want to ride a bike i'm gonna fall down a, f- a couple times and then i'm gonna get to the point where i'm just gliding but i have to go through the part of you know falling down a million times before i can glide but that's like everything like learning anything and when you really realize that like you can really make enormous growth in so many different areas of your life and so i was just like curious to see what i could do like you know and then i always felt too by myself a lot like i was kind of a loner um even though i was like a popular guy and i had a lot of friends i've always still kind of felt like no one got me but that was because of the trauma too because it's it kind of puts you there so I, there's always like a separation between me and everyone else. And there was also kind of that thought coloring things that like everyone is kind of good and bad. So you should only just try to be yourself too. So it was a little bit of both if that makes sense. Yeah. Now I, I you, you said, so, said something that I actually always try to preach is that, that saying of staying curious um, mm-hmm. and, and evolving, like, like you said, you don't have to be the same person you were yesterday. Cause I, I do think like try different things. Like don't, I think we're, we're kind of conditioned, um, especially as athletes. Um, but as humans really to not fail. And to me, like failure is not a bad thing. Like that's how you learn. You know, I mean, again, I use the baseball analogy all the time because that's, that was ended up being like my main sport. And it's like in baseball, you're failing 70% of the time and you're the best player. And it's like, and, and so I try to always use that in, in terms of life um, for me, like in creativity, it's like, you know, if you, if you succeed 30% of the time as a creative person, hell yeah, you're doing great. Um, And I, I think in life and just like, why? Why be like scared of something? Try it. If it doesn't work, that's fine. Move on to something else or try it again. Try it in a different way. Like, you know, it's, it's like, what's that saying? I actually just said this saying that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's like, mm-hmm. you can do the same thing, but do it differently. And like, at least you're changing up and evolving, like you're saying. And I, I just, that, I, for me, like that's, I think one of the things when I, you know, like when I was researching you is like to see all these things that you're doing, like you are a curious person and, and just like moving forward. And I just think it's exciting because like you said, you just went through this three-year process of writing a book and, and understanding like now the, the ways not to do stuff, but the ways (laughs) to do stuff. And you're just like starting this journey, like, which is badass. Like, and yeah. the amount of people that I think that you're going to affect with, uh, with your, you know, with your book or with your engagements, I just, I just think it's like really cool, uh, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, because I, you know, like, again, like in reading stuff, it's like, you said something like my goal is to help those who don't have guidance. And it's yeah. like, you know, I, we just, I, we need more people that are like that in the world. I I think, I mean, like, did you feel like, I mean, you, you, you've, you know, again, we don't know each other that well, but like, you feel like a very humble person. Yeah. But like, I think 
do you realize sometimes what you're doing like in, in a good way? You know what I mean? Like maybe you don't think about it, but it's like, uh, it, I think it's just like really important work. Yeah. My, uh, my business partner and brother, best friend, <laughs> David Carter, we talk about this. I feel like it's like at least once a day, we kind of look at each other and we're just like, whoa. And his is like, yeah, I know, bro. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, did this, this happen? Because things are just slowly progressing for us. And it's just great knowing that, you know, we're doing something that's just going to help so many people because it's so needed, especially as an athlete. I feel as if I really put all the things that are necessary to be successful in that process in one book. Like I, it took me three years to write it for a reason too, because I was really like every, any and everything, like this is what it is because I wanted to, I didn't want to take like the approach of like, science and data says this the scientist says this or the other perspective you get in a lot in this environment is like be resilient yeah. and then they don't tell you how to be resilient but like i want i wanted to take it as like someone who went through it like this is how you do it and this is why you should do it this way and this is what you need to be thinking about like this is what's going to be going on this is why you need to do this like the why behind like really paint their perspective for them so it's not like they're just going into it blind you know at least in, even if you have the book because i wanted to make it super easy for anyone to read and super small so it's not like a bunch of pages it's very blunt like you know so you just even even if you don't want to listen to the book or whatever you're going to gain something from it. It's going to make, it's going to make your like perspective better, your life better, but you're not going to go into it blind because it, you've done it. Like, did you think that going from coming from high school to college, like that's what it was? Oh God, no, no. It was the worst experience. <laughs> My first experience in college, which it was only a year and a half. And then I quit. It was awful. It was awful. It is it's one of those things where people on the outside will say like, Oh, if someone quit or left. They're like, Oh, that person's weak. Or this person doesn't know what they're doing. I was just like, anyone who quits is very justified. It's yep. like, this is super hard yep. every day. Like the stress of it alone. And then you add in the paranoia and then, you know, you're tired all the time. And then expectation, yep. expectations, the pressure, like, this isn't, it's not for everyone. Yep. It really isn't. And you got to really know why you're there too. And if this isn't the thing that's really doing it for you, go do something else. It's yep. all right. Like, yep. you know, but at least you're going to know what it is. No, you know? I, I do. I like that. That is so freaking important. Like I, it's so, you know, like looking back, I should have never gone to college out of high school. I should have, I had the opportunity to get drafted to play baseball and which is what I wanted to do because I had no clue what I was doing in school. And so <laughs> there was just all these external things happening in my life. And then when I was at Ohio state, I got red shirted, which sucks. Cause then you're just <laughs> practicing. Then I ruined a guy's career by accident. I hit a baseball off his eye, blew up his eye. Oh. And and I, I was talking about this the other day, like not one coach talked to me about it. So like I had that weight of that, that moment on me, just, you know, it's like, I know it wasn't my fault, but it's like, you know, it's like, if it, it's like making a tackle and tearing somebody's ACL, well, that, that happens. You still, you know, you still have that weight on you. And it, it's, and it was just a lot. It's it for an 18 year old kid to, to deal with on your own. It'd be a lot for any adult yep. to deal with. Yep. And that's, and they, and it's crazy because you go from, you know, you got a nine, 10 o'clock curfew to now you have all your, you have all this time. You, you're completely on your own. And this same person a month ago is now a full blown adult. Yeah. And you got it. You're an adult now. Like, <laughs> congratulations. Like, there you go. You got to figure it out. <laughs> you know, that's that always baffled me about that. Like, and no one's like, 
putting two and two together when it comes to like, I think these kids kind of need some like understanding of what this is and how to go through this instead of like, yeah, you got the academic people. Yeah. You're going to have the people who are going to help get their bodies right for the, you know, for athletics and all that. But like, how do I like actually do this job? Like, how do I do this? Life skills class. I mean, yeah. Life skills. Yeah. Because how am I going to transfer this over to regular life? Like, you know, what should I be thinking about while I'm doing this? You know, how can I maximize on this? And it's, you know, you got to figure that out. So, you know, that's why I wrote that, wrote that book and did the course. And, you know, now that you, kids can get college credit for taking the course is accredited. Dude, I'm like, dude. so awesome. I, I mean, I'm dude. really, I, it's something that I, I'm going to talk to, the people at VCU about, because again, like I've started a program here that I think this would fit right in. Um, and awesome. so, like I, cause it, I'm trying to, to make it into a minor. So then, you know, you'll, you'll be able to have like this creative minor coming out of Scott, out of college. But I think your, your, your class would be perfect embedded within this system because again, like it is teaching like life skills. We're talking about mental health. We're talking about focus and discipline and, and, and just things that you need. There's a lot lot to it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So, you know, we kind of talked about this a little earlier, touched on a little bit, but like, what do you like, like, you know, like 10 years down the road, what are, what are plans? Like, you know, like how, how do you see this evolving? Do you, like, do you, do you want this uh, to be like in every college across the country? Do you, you know, want to be doing these kind of um, lectures for, you know, different, you know, like different leagues, like the NFL and NBA and, and all that stuff? Well, I think first and foremost, I definitely want to get this in every college. I can get it into every high school, middle school. I can get it into every nonprofit that will need it across the world. If they need it, I want to get it to all anybody because it's, this stuff is basic knowledge. Everyone should know. I want to get it everywhere. And as far as that, I want to focus on doing that part. And then I don't know after that. I think after that, I might take a break for a couple of years and like travel the world because hopefully I'm making a boatload of money. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I'll travel the world for a while with, you know, with with my with my bro and uh, my family and, you know, live a bohemian lifestyle for a while and then get, probably write some more books. But yep. then I want to do this first, like just get this everywhere, do some talks push it out and then take a long ass break. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting though. Like you said, I mean, but it's a good exhausting. Mm. Um, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it is like, it's, it's mental exercise. It's physical, you know, like physical exercise. It's, you do get like super burnt out in a good way though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's I, good. I do. I just, yeah, I, I, I'm just like so glad that we connected because I do think that there's so much overlap in what you're talking about and what we're trying to do, um, maybe coming at it from different ways, but it's still ending up in this spot that's like really, you know, rewarding and, and, um, important for lack of a better way to say it. And, um, just really, like I said earlier, I just really appreciate, uh, what you're doing because it's, it's not easy, you know, first of all, it's not easy. Like I'm sure at the beginning, like to be as vulnerable as you have been and are like, it's not easy to cross that bridge. Um, and to be able to put all that stuff out there and to now like have people like really looking up to you for, for, you know, uh, for help and, and for guidance and, and different things. I just think it's, I think it's pretty badass, man. Like, I, you know, just really, really, uh, love the fact that we connected. Me too. I'm so glad that we connected and you're, you're super awesome. <laughs> I, I knew you're awesome from the clubhouse and I was really excited to do this interview. Yep. So I'm like super, 
like thankful and yep. grateful that you know we got to meet. Yeah. Well, not like you know, definitely we're you know wanting to wanting to stay connected. Um, definitely. And and yeah. just like I said, one of the things that I think in the future we just bought twenty acres of land up in Montana. And the idea is to do like an artist athlete residency where we can do workshops, um, teachings, different, whatever. I think what you're doing like would be perfect to do like a week, you know, whatever, when we build it out, obviously there's right now it's just land. There's nothing there. Um, but I just think like stuff like that, what you're doing as a workshop would be like amazing up there. Um, Oh yeah. And And even on the health and nutrition side too, like, my my guy david he's yep. uh my business partner too he's like spoken at harvard and yale yep. and internationally like he can come out and help us out too like well dude if- I, you know when when i get you on um and we can you know we don't have to figure that out today when i get you in my class um invite him if he wants you know like to have cool. you both on because i think you know again coming from two different perspectives the, the mental health side, the nutrition side, you know, like we talk about that all in, in the class because in, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we're talking about exercising the body, exercising the mind, eating right. It's all good for our health. It's all good for our mental health. Um, it's all tied in together. Absolutely. Yeah. We work with, all the, tied in together. we work with a doctor that's a, a brain doctor. So we have him, um, um, on board. We, we work with another doctor that deals with heart rate variability. So it's like all these perspectives about how we can better ourselves as humans. So I, you know, I just think it's all what you're doing is again, like, it's just so important and um, yeah. just absolutely had a blast and, and loved yeah, this is hearing, awesome. hearing the stories. One last question that I always ask, because first of all, I'll release this next m- Monday. Um, okay. And I'll send you, you know, like some images for social media and a couple video snippets, but I always write music for each episode. What kind of music do you like? Or, or, or if you have any musician friends that would want to donate a song to the episode. Uh, um, I wish I did for that <laughs> reason, but I don't. Okay. And honestly, you can just pick whatever. I'm, I like everything. Everything. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. makes it easy, man. Okay, cool. Um, but thank you, man. Um, I look forward to like continued dialogue, collaboration and all that shit. And like I said, I'll send you, um, we'll just text each other or whatever and figure out a time to jump in one of my classes. And and like I said, bring David on. Like, I think it'd be like just you know, the more, the merrier. And, I will and, do that. And, we, will, and stuff. we will do it. But yeah, dude, I uh, really, really appreciate it. Have uh, a great rest of the day and we'll catch up soon. Yes, we will. Thanks, Ron. This was awesome. All right, brother. Thank you, ma'am. All right. All right. Have a great day. All right. Later. Bye. Cannot say enough about how awesome it was to have Reggie on the podcast today. Such an amazing and inspiring guy. He is doing incredible work and is really helping people with his experience, with his humility, just truly absolutely an epic human do not forget to uh follow him on instagram at rwalk56 and make sure to go pick up his new best-selling book the game within the game master yourself win the game it is available on amazon and other outlets a reminder to check out the other podcasts on the abstract athlete network the abstract doctors with dr g and dr c and one man's ethos the tony mandrich podcast Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and our social media outlets for future events, pop-up exhibits, podcasts, and other information, including daily creative training journals and subscription boxes. Thank you as always. We will see you next week. And do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there.